This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you'd like to be on the program, 800-848-WABC is your number, 800 800- Eight four eight nine two two two. What might we be discussing today? Are we going to discuss Dave Chappelle filming his latest special for Netflix when some wackadoodle attacks him on the stage? The guy was carrying a knife as well as a gun. He's been arrested. And, of course, Chris Rock <clears throat> very quickly had a funny, who was in attendance, had a, fun, had a funny line. Was that Will Smith? Uh, so, um, there is a story that is not going to get a whole lot of attention. It should. This story is in the Daily Mail today. George Soros, Clinton, Obama, staffers, and European governments are behind an anti-Musk campaign. Now, isn't this interesting? You've got all these groups, dark money groups, like George Soros' Open Society Foundation and these non-governmental organizations where they just keep flowing government money into these NGOs founded by both Bill Clinton and Obama. All of them have gotten together with labor unions and with governments in Europe to try to take Elon Musk down. Why? Why? What is the threat and and some of these groups, the, the letter that they sent, one of the organizational letter is written on letterhead from Media Matters. Media Matters, of course, I don't even want to get into describing what and who they are. Some of the groups that have signed on to this thing, Elon must take over Twitter, will further toxify our information ecosystem. What a load of crap. Ecosystem. You have an ecosystem. You have a cesspool over at Media Matters. But some of the groups that are signed on to this, Access Now, Accountable Tech, Black Lives Matter, Global Network Foundation. I wonder what kind of mansions they're buying over in Europe. Center for Countering Digital Hate, whatever that is. And when liberals talk about countering digital hate, they mean accept their own. 
because that's usually, I don't know this group, so I'm not making a judgment about them, but that is usually what they spew, empowering Pacific Islander communities. Face the Music Collective, Fair Vote UK, Free Press, Friends of the Earth, Gender Equity Policy Institute, GLAD. You know, and it goes on and on and on. Media Matters, Snarl, that's narrow. That's the that's the pro-choice group, the Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice. All of these people. It goes on and on. They have joined forces again with European government officials, labor union officials, with organizations started by Barack Hussein Obama and by William Blythe Jefferson Clinton so that they can take down Elon Musk. Why are they so interested in taking down Elon Musk? What is the threat that Elon Musk holds that they have to take him down? And, by the way, since this was reported in Daily Mail, will we see any follow-up? The big story across the United States continues to be the fallout from the leak of Samuel Alito's first draft of what was supposed to be the Supreme Court decision, if it holds, overturning Roe v. Wade. The ugliness, hatred, vitriol from the left is unabated. As I said to Mark, I Democrats haven't been this mad since a Republican president told them they couldn't have slaves anymore. That's the last time in our history Democrats have been this mad when they got their slaves taken away by the Republican Party. There's an actress, and I would not know who she is except that her tweet has blown up. Her name is Amanda Duarte. Don't ask me what she's been in. It doesn't matter. Just another Hollywood actress. But her tweet is compelling. Now, yesterday, she had to delete a tweet. The tweet that she deleted was something to the effect that she wishes... Oh, here it is. She fantasized in this tweet that white supremacists, so-called white supremacists, I do wonder how these white supremacist lawmakers, that's what she's calling lawmakers in America, presumably Republicans, But here's the quote that she had to delete. I do wonder how these white supremacist lawmakers would feel if their little white daughters were raped and impregnated by black men. Now, this little racist trope, she took so much heat from it yesterday. Yeah, I guess black men are evil, huh? We're the ones that would rape the little white girls. This Hollywood liberal, listen to this, garbage. Well, she's outdone herself today. She's back. This is what appeared on Twitter today from this same vile mind. The vile mind 
of actress Amanda Duarte. Quote, I almost want to get pregnant with Trump's baby and let it get to full term just so I can rip it halfway out and cut its effing head off. Again, this is from the actress, Amanda Duarte. This is a quote of her tweet. Uh, The effing word, you know what that word is. I can't say that word on the air here. But this is what she put on Twitter today. I almost want to get pregnant with Trump's baby and then let it get to full term just so I can rip it halfway out and cut its effing head off. That is the American left today. That's the Hollywood left. First, she makes jokes about black men raping little white girls to make them pregnant just to get at their fathers and parents. And then this. This is what, this is what Hollywood considers enlightened conversation. A former CBS abortion reporter, she did the abortion beat for CBS, is she quit a while back so she could speak freely about abortion. And this is what she said in her tweet. F you, again, I can't repeat the word. F you to those who said I was overreacting. So this woman was a reporter for CBS, the Tiffany Network. She covered abortion. So on Monday, by the way, where did she leave when she left CBS? She went over to Planned Parenthood, the company that I believe is a genocide factory. So she went off on Twitter, and she says, F you to those readers who ever doubted that Rowan Wade could be dismantled. A big hearty F you to everyone who said I was overreacting by saying this couldn't happen. And this isn't a told you so tweet. This is you better listen when I tell you birth control and virtually everything else is next. These aren't hypotheticals. Your rights are on the line now. It wasn't too long ago she was writing for... And reporting for CBS, objective reporter. Huh? Yeah. Kate Smith is her name. Okay, Vice, the website Vice, has doubled down on its promotion. What are they promoting? They are promoting a do-it-yourself abortion medicine. And guess what it is? It's a medicine that's used on horses. Now, you might remember Joe Rogan, the name. You might remember 
hearing about ivermectin, which a lot of people say works and have experienced working. I'm not a doctor. I'm not urging. I'm just telling you, reporting what I have read or heard directly from people who have taken it. And so this other thing is misoprostol and is easy to acquire from veterinary sources. In addition to medically inducing abortions, it's also used to treat ulcers in horses. Vice is tweeting that out. Now, they tweeted it. Did Twitter, did Twitter ban them? Did the little liberals running around? Ooh, 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 you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. Did they say, oh, my goodness, here's this magazine promoting a medicine for abortion. We can't allow that to happen on our platform. No, they didn't. They let it go. And vice is doubling down. Now, of course, at the time when people started talking about ivermectin, CNN, all these outlets, leftist outlets, went completely nuts. How dare he? How dare he? The same kind of nuts they went at when President Trump started talking about hydroxychloroquine. Yet, here you go now. You have Vice's motherboard Twitter account linking to an anti-abortion medicine that's used for horses and Eh, it's okay. James Golden, Talk Radio 77. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour continues right after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush on 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurley. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush, Rush, Rush. Smokey Robinson, one of his first hits. And then she said, just because you become a young man now, it's still some things that you don't understand now. Before you ask some girl for a hand now, keep your freedom for as long as you can You better shop around. We are so pleased to have with us. Tom Fitton, who runs Judicial Watch. Tom, thank you for joining us. I had to call you because, Tom, I don't understand something, and I, I, I'm going to ask you to please help clear this up for me and for the listeners. <laughs> oh, I think you understand it all, but go ahead. Okay. So I keep reading. I keep reading. There's a story today in Politico. What falls after Roe? Liberals warn of a privacy rights nightmare. And they say that the Alito opinion claims other cases aren't in jeopardy. But then they start talking about the slippery slope that could happen here. We could be looking at the Ogrefell going down. You have uh, some of the, uh, how shall I put it, uh, very vocally challenged or intellectually challenged Democrats claiming that Republicans want to destroy interracial marriages. And that's going to be next. All sorts of things. Now, at the bottom of this is the right to privacy. I don't know as much about you as the Constitution. Can you tell me exactly where I can find this right to privacy that's in our Constitution? I don't know. I don't know where it is. Obviously, elements of our right to privacy is generally understood or protected in the Constitution, like 
you know, they need a warrant, for instance, uh, you know, we're protected from unlawful searches and seizures. That protects privacy. But the idea that this is, there's this general right to privacy that allows you to do anything you want, including have an abortion through the entire nine months of pregnancy, uh, it's, it's not there. Uh, the courts know it's not there, and that's why the Supreme Court, I think ultimately based at least on this illicit leak, is going to find that in the case of Roe versus Wade. And look, you know, well, if abortion were so popular, why would they be talking about interracial marriages? Mm. This about abortion. This is about whether or not states are going to have the ability now to protect unborn human beings uh, from being killed by abortion at any time. And you know that's a debate I think worth having, and and, and I hope I hope we get there. Uh, you know, in the meantime, we've had 60 million unborn human beings killed through abortion um, since Roe, and now millions of lives are are on the cusp of being saved uh, if Roe is overturned. And um, that's what I want to be talking about. And it's no surprise the left wants to be talking about interracial marriages, which is which is just hilarious in light of. Their segregationist thinking these days uh, through critical race theory and such. Right. Now, great point, which also I find amazing that Vice President Kamala Harris was out. How dare they tell us what to do how, with our bodies? How dare they tell us what to do with our bodies? Number one, in abortion, we're not talking about their, quote unquote, meaning women's bodies. We're talking about another body, the body of a child that happens to be living in that woman's body through the gestation period. That's the first point. But then the very notion that the Biden administration is up on its hind legs telling us once more how dare us. These are the people that, that just got through mandating a vaccine and, to, and firing people if they didn't take the vaccine. As Justice Alito noted in his one of his uh, decisions, or uh, I forget whether it was a dissent or he joined the majority opinion, but he highlighted with the vaccine mandate that the Biden administration wanted to force people to undergo an irreversible medical treatment. Right. So, you know, that that's their standard, as you point out. And uh, look, there has to be a reckoning, as you point out, with the other human being involved in this. And the leftist likes to say that 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 human being has no right to life, and there's no morality that could generate or support the law protecting that right to life. And I think many Americans disagree with that and uh, are willing to extend the right to life to unborn human beings. And, of course, many mothers are very much comfortable with that. Some aren't. Right. Uh, But, you know, the reality of pregnancy is there's another human being involved, and there's got to be – uh, respect for the rights for that human being. All right, one last issue before, and thank you for really clarifying this. This whole thing with this privacy thing, I mean, I keep thinking maybe I'm crazy. Maybe there's something that I'm missing because I'm not a lawyer. I haven't studied law. And and, and you just clear it up, one, two, three. It's not there. It's not in there, which is what I've, I've been looking for it ever since I keep hearing that we have this so-called right. To privacy, but the other thing is this starry decisis. Starry decisis. So I keep reading over and over again that this is horrible. Oh my goodness, they're overturning fifty years of fifty years of precedent, fifty years of precedent. And then lo and behold, I also read in in uh, in some of Alito's writings, he goes back and he lays out the foundation of abortion in this country. 
And as it turns out, since our Constitution was founded up until the time that Roe v. Wade was made law, that there was another precedent that was a lot longer. And the precedent there was that in most of the states of the United States of America, abortion was illegal. So why is the precedent of liberals more important than the precedent that existed before this? Well, in my view, the courts have a positive obligation, meaning they they don't have a choice in the matter. They have to do it. It's to overrule precedent that they consider in good faith to be unconstitutional and contrary to what the Constitution requires. That can't stand. And, you know, the real irony is, uh, you know, they're all going crazy about the gay marriage ruling. That gay marriage ruling overturned a longstanding precedent of nine nothing. The federal courts couldn't mandate or, or, or require gay marriage. Uh, so, look, you know, it, it's, it all depends on whose ox is being gored here. Uh, when you hear precedent, you should just uh, uh, substitute a terrible prior constitutional decision. That's usually the way the left describes precedent, that they don't want touched. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this case, the precedent is a law that you point out or a change in uh, the uh, application of the Constitution that took away the rights of the states to protect unborn human beings. You know, right. These are human beings. It's, they're scientifically – they're human beings. There's no argument scientifically they're human beings, and the question is, is the law going to recognize their God-given rights to live? How can people help your organization? Let me just say before, before you give it, ladies and gentlemen, the reason that I asked Tom to come on here, Judicial Watch has been fighting for you for almost three decades or more. They were – they in the very beginning when Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton reared their heads and and really were bringing the deep state into all of our lives, Judicial Watch was the only group, the only legal arm that we had to fight these people back, and they took a lot of heat. Today, they are still fighting. They have been fighting through the Obama years. They have been fighting the corruption in Washington D.C. This is not a cheap venture. You know, you get, we give money to candidates. We never know what happens to that money. When you give to, do, to Judicial Watch, you can see what happens to it. You see the court cases. You, you see the victories that they're able to mount up on our behalf. So with that said, Tom, how do people support you and Judicial Watch? Well, I appreciate that good word, but we're all we're all over the internet. We're at judicialwatch.org. It's our main website, judicialwatch one word, dot org, and we're on Facebook and Twitter. We're not going anywhere from Twitter, it looks like. Uh, so uh, you know, you can support us anywhere. And I tell you, you know, uh, this abortion decision is something you know we should be angry about the leaks, uh, but it's it, it's if uh, God willing, these uh, this decision holds up. There are, going to lot, there are going to be a lot of human beings who will be born who otherwise would have been killed. This is a great day for the country or a great time for the country if things go the way it looks like they will. Tom, thank you so much. Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch, ladies and gentlemen. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We're coming back. More right after this. Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Bo Snurley. On 77 WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. 
From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly. Michael, MJ, brings us back. Something evil. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) I just came in. No, it's not you. Thank you. I love this video. Me too. You know one of the reasons I like it? Why? Oh, I can't say it. Yes, I can. It was when Michael was still black, right? And so you have this, like, three different Michaels or four. This was the first really super, super, superstar famous one. This, when this was out. And it looks so amazing to look back on it now. I, I just always loved him. I All his stuff. Me too. This is a Rod Temperton song. Rod Temperton, one of the most amazing songwriters in the world. All the stuff that came out, Heat Waves during the disco era, um, that's all Rod Temperton. Really? Yeah. And all those like Quincy Jones hits with George Benson, with all these other people. Rod Temperton has so many hit songs. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, and to me, I can hear a song now and say, oh, that's a Rod Temperton song. He's got this kind of unique style. He was an amazing writer. He's, he's dead now, but made a few billion dollars with, before he died with his music. Well, he should with this kind of music. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I pulled this thriller music out because we've got some nightmarish things going on. <laughs> One of these these vile predictions that are being made, I'm not going to ask you to get involved with that, mm-hmm. from these people that are fear-mongering over the stuff that's going on uh, on the political side. But then we've got the feds stepped it up today. About an hour ago, what did they do? Are you talking about the interest rates? Yeah. Yeah, well, that we knew that was going to happen. So it started today. Interest rates went up a half point. So that means it's going to cost you more to borrow if you want to get a car, a, a home, any kind of loan like the credit cards. And that's it's not going to stop there. We're going to we're going to we're expecting another half a point hike in June, another one in July, and that's the first of of many. Their hope is that this slows down the economy, obviously. Yes. And if the economy slows down, then inflation supposedly slows down. That's the plan. What if it doesn't work like that? You know, I don't think anyone in the government ever asked that question, Bo. Maybe you should be part of that. But what happens if it doesn't all go according to plan? Then people are going to be paying a lot higher prices. We already have supply chain problems. I know. We already have inventory problems because of that. I mean, somebody, a friend of mine went out to get something. It was something that's so normal from like home. To, oh, no, they're out. They're out. They're going to be out. from. And then you look at some of the things that used to cost a, another friend of mine in the contracting business was telling me he went out to buy a piece of PVC pipe that used to cost about $3. They wanted 50 Really? 50 for it. Thank God I don't buy things like that. Yeah, well, food is going up everywhere. 
So what is this going to do to the overall economy? I'm if the government's the- not asking, you think I am? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you think I've thought this through? I'm only I'm here to tell you what's going to happen. I don't know about how it's going to shake out. But yeah, it is it's 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 got people worried. I mean, just even, you know, friends that I have that are trying to rent an apartment in New York right now. Right. Things like that. It's it's very very difficult. Well, I know what we'll do. We'll get Larry Kudlow in here one day before the weekend and ask oh. him. Yeah, we'll ask I like Larry, Larry. Yeah, yeah, we're going to ask Larry Kudlow what's going on with it. He's on WABC. We can. He is. Yeah, we can get that resource going. We could. Thank you, Jacqueline. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bo. Now let us get to the other nightmare news. Joy Behar from the View. By the way, Joy Behar used to work at WABC. I could tell stories. I'm not. Joy Behar has put it out there that this, this, this Roe v. Wade dealy could mean the Supreme Court gets this. Get this. The Supreme Court might vote for racial segregation again. That's what this woman's saying. Can you imagine that? All of a sudden, we get, okay, you can't kill babies anymore, willy-nilly. It's going to have to go back to the state. Some of them have less restriction. Some of them have fewer restrictions. But we're going to go back to state law, where it was, by the way, for the most, most of the time that this country has been this country. It was a state's issue. So now, Joy Behar says, oh, no, no. The Supreme Court is next after they get through with that. They might vote for racial segregation again. I can't wait to hear Justice Thomas come out and say, segregation, segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever. Yeah, yeah, that's what Justice Thomas is going to walk out and say. Just with brain cells, James, stop it. I'm trying not to keep it. I try not to do personal. I don't want to attack people personally. But, I mean, this kind of stuff is just absurd. CNN, same thing. There's a woman over there, Andrea DeVogue. She's saying, it's impossible to wall off reversing Roe from landmark marriage and contraception rulings. Let me explain that to you. That means Supreme Court. This is what Swalwell was saying, the one that was with the Chinese spy. This is what he was saying that the Republicans don't like interracial marriage. So that's next. And according to this woman at CNN, contraceptive rulings. Biden, who, by the way, once voted to overturn Roe versus Wade. Did you know that? Yes. Once upon a time, way back then, the other Joe Biden, or one of the other Joe Bidens, actually voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. He's saying now, and what he said back then was, women did not have the sole right, the sole right to choose to end the life. And the other day he called it the life of the child. Okay. The Amazon Prime Washington Post. The Amazon Prime Washington Post says the editorial board that the Supreme Court might never recover 
from overturning Roe v. Wade. This is it. If they do it, Supreme Court's done. They'll never recover. What does that mean exactly? They will deal a grievous blow to freedom in the United States and to the legitimacy of the court itself. No, they won't. The court will be legitimate in the eyes of those of us who believe that they should be protecting life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So, of course, these liberals are totally unhinged. Unhinged. The Amazon Prime Washington Post also has this. We're not going to have time to deal with this today, but I would like to hold this story, and maybe Saturday when we have a little bit more time, you and I can have a discussion about this one. It says, with Roe at risk, GOP faces pressure to support families after birth. Republican lawmakers are facing renewed internal pressure to support child benefits programs for parents after a leaked opinion on Monday showed the Supreme Court is prepared to strike down the federal abortion protections. The GOP, those evil Republicans, have adamantly opposed President Biden's proposals to provide cash payments to parents, universal pre-kindergarten, and other family benefits programs such as expanded child care subsidies. But, but, with the Supreme Court appearing poised to overturn Roe v. Wade, even some Republican senators are acknowledging the party may need to do more to support, provide support for parents. Why? 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 Why should the government have to do more? Let me see if I understand this right. Let me see if I have the sequence of this right. You and your honey get together. Okay? And I'm sorry, don't mean to be exclusionary, but the way that this usually works, I understand there are some exceptions. Hmm. The way this usually works, it's between a man and a woman. Usually, guy and a girl... Man, woman, get together. They decide they want to do the grown-up, okay? So they do the grown-up. If they have protection, something went wrong. If they didn't have protection, they were just freelancing, okay? They were just doing the grown-up, and they were freelancing, hoping for the best, right? So then, a few weeks later, the girl, the woman, says, "Uh, we need to talk. And you know, guys, every time you hear a woman say, we need to talk, it ain't going to be good. You know, you know you're getting ready to have one of those conversations. Um, um, you know, uh, we need to talk, and we, 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 should, we need to talk tonight. You're like, uh-oh. So you go, and she says, remember when, when we were doing the grown-up, and I was freelancing, and you were freelancing, and I told you to wear that, or I told you to do that, and you said, oh, come on, baby, it's going to be all right. Everything's going to be cool. It's not cool. I'm pregnant. And then what happens? You decide, well, one hand, I'm going to make an honest woman out of you, so to speak. That's old school talk. I don't mean anything by it to be harmful. Okay. Or, yo, baby, um, you better go to Planned Parenthood or something because, you know, I ain't. My name's Bennett. I ain't in it. Okay. In which case, you're never going to talk to her again. But at some point, you did this. This wasn't, now, let us take aside the exception for rape, which is a horrific thing. And I'm not talking about that. 
or any kind of force or anything that that is criminal and immoral on that level. I'm talking about a normal interaction between two adults doing the grown-up and one of the adults, the female, ends up pregnant. Who did this? Why is it why are you asking Republicans or even Democrats to fund the outcome of what you did? You did this. You knew what you were doing. You knew what you were doing when you dropped your pants. You knew what you were doing when you raised your skirt. You knew what you were doing. Why are you asking society to pay for the outcome of what you were doing? It's not as if we don't have contraception on on the market now. There's plenty of contraceptives out here, folks. So I don't understand this article. Why do we just assume that because someone's pregnant, now it's the responsibility of either party to pay them cash, child care subsidies? You go off, you do the grown-up, you have a child, and now the rest of American taxpayers are supposed to give you cash because you did this? Expanded child care subsidies. We're supposed to pay expanded subsidies for your child? I tell you, folks, we have a long way to go in the, to get our country back because this is not the mentality that made America a great nation. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We are coming back. We're going to take your calls, too. Don't go away. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley on 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush, rush. Oh, Stevie, send one your love. Yeah. 1979 release. This was... I believe on the Musicquarium album. No. Anyway, Bob, I asked Bob Brown to come in because I was listening to the traffic reports. Bob, you said there's an hour and a half at the bridge, the George Washington. 6290 inbound, upper and lower. Now, there was a crash earlier. That's now been cleared, so that's the good news. But right now, inbound 60 to 90 at the bridge, outbound heavy. The alternate bridges um, and tunnels, Lincoln, and the, you have the Holland Tunnel. They're the usual delays. Nothing major there. If it helps to go to those outla- uh, to those um, crossings, then maybe you can try to head over there if you're not caught in that. But that that right now, that's the, that's the deal at the uh, George Washington Bridge, sixty to ninety. But the accident that caused all this has now been cleared. So that was the, under the apartments. That was it? under the apartments. So it should start to get better. It's not going to happen in ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. But it's, it sounds like the worst part of that should be over, and you know, just hopefully we'll get a little bit better as we get towards the end of rush hour. All right. Well, if you're on Route 80 and you're sitting in traffic in Route 80. Or if you're on Route 4 and you're back up there near near Inglewood, I got, I got a solution. What? If you're on Route 4, get off to the local steakhouse. There's got to be one or two there, right? Ooh. If you're in Hackensack, go downtown, do a little shopping, right? Yeah. All right? You can, you can, you can get off there if you're heading towards the bridge. Yeah. You, this still, I'm sure you haven't got this the Hackensack exit. You said 80, right? Right. So get off at Hackensack. Do a little shopping in Hackensack. Or have something to eat. Or get a cup of coffee. You know... 
my wife, let me tell you, when I was reporting, years back, and I was stuck in big-time traffic just like right now, and I said, I'm not getting home on for another two hours. She would just, just pull up, go have something to eat. And she was right. I didn't do it all the time, but if you can afford to sacrifice that kind of time, go get a cup of coffee, get something to eat, and that's what I used to do. That makes sense. It does. Not everyone does it because, you know, it's just going to take – but if you wait it out, really – Then you what, just what you breeze th- home. Then, then you <laughs> – Or wherever you're going. At 930. Thank you. Well, appreciate it. Yep. Okay, let's head to telephones. And um, ooh, where do we start? We've got so many. Um, let us start with Liz in Manhattan. How are you, Liz? Hi there. Um, really, abortion is a fancy name for murder. There's no other way to, to put it. I mean, it's still killing. And uh, there are certain extenuating circumstances, such as rape. But how do we know that? And I just think that it's self-control. People forget about self-control now. How about I was brought up in the 50s, and that's what we did, self-control. There yes. isn't any now in any area of anyone's life Liz. Liz, if you grew up back then, and you were, well, I grew up a little bit after that. But even when I was growing up, Liz, we had to work for it. You know what I mean? We had, we sometimes, and, and it was really difficult. It wasn't just, oh, let's hook up, and that's that. Now, let me just say this. I understand what you're saying about um, abortion being murder, but here's the issue that I think that surrounds that. We have to persuade because the Democrats will never persuade people. They, they, for some reason, this is, Rush used to call it their sacrament. Abortion is their sacrament, and they view it just like a religious sacrament. But we have to persuade most of the country to what your position and, and my position, which is, look, we can solve most of the, the, these issues with self-control, with restraint, with individual responsibility, and... We can severely put change our society. You can't call people murderers and then say, by the way, let me try to persuade you not to be a murderer. It's got to be a different tact in this. And I'm, I'm not criticizing what you're saying. I'm just saying we need to figure out how to communicate our ideas so it's not as if we are um, um, alienating the people that we want to persuade. That's but that's my point. That. I just wanted to say that to you. Yeah, and I believe me, I hear you, because it is life. That's what we're talking about, life. And guess what? Human beings may be able to manipulate life, but human beings still can't create life. There is only one creator, and it's not us. Let us go to Jim in Long Island. Hi, Jim. Welcome, WABC Talk Radio seventy seven. Hi, James. I just wanted to point out one of the reasons these interest rates are so important isn't just because it affects con- the consumer's ability to borrow money and buy things. We have a $30 trillion debt. We have to pay interest on that debt. So we hit $30 trillion roughly February 15th. And in the past 10 weeks, it's gone up to almost $30.5 trillion. And that's at very low interest rates. If you had to pay... <clears throat> Even 5% interest on a $30 trillion debt, that's $1.5 trillion a year, just an interest. Wow. Okay? And wow. Our interest, 
our debt is exploding. And this is why our debt, our national, this doesn't include state debt and, and, and local debt, okay? So even if it's remained as it is now, James, by the time Biden left office, at its current rate of growth, without, without increasing interest on the national debt, we're going to be at about $37, 38000000000000 trillion by the time he leaves, leaves office, if he doesn't add more debt to it. And they are going to add more debt to it unless, uh, unless we get through the midterms and, and, and we are able to put the brakes on it. If we successfully right. win the House, then we can put the brakes on it. Jim, you're amazing. Thank you for the call. Stay in touch with us, please. Let us go to Billy in Bensonhurst. Hi, Billy. Welcome, WABC. Hi, James. Happy to be on. Uh, I want to tell you that you are one of the greatest broadcasters I've ever heard. Of course, you're not Rush Limbaugh material, but you have a great, smooth voice, great interviewer. I love your taste in music. Keep it up. And you really need two hours, not one hour, two consecutive hours a day. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you, bro. Call us back. Sammy Howard Beach, WABC, you're on Rush Hour, Boston Nervous Rush Hour. What's on your mind this afternoon? First of all, you do have a great voice, and thank you for having me. Uh, I'd be very disappointed if any of the justices changed their opinion because of the pressure. And it's been alluded early on the uh, Bernie and Sid show that there's still a possibility that one of these or more justices may change their opinion that this is not written in stone. And I would really be disappointed if anyone changed their mind because of the political uh, pressure from the left. Okay. Now, the reason that Bernie and Sid, and I can say this without even talking to them, the reason that they said that was not to put it out there that they want that to happen, but because it's true. The first draft, the way that this works, their deliberations, after they hear arguments, the justices have an internal vote. We think this. Here's we kind of think this is where it's going to all end up. And then someone gets to write the the uh, the 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 majority opinion. And if there's a dissenting opinion, it'll come out who's going to write the dissenting opinion. Now it has happened in the past that before by the time that they reach the final draft, things have changed. Some pipe sometimes, and I don't know how rarely or not, but sometimes the, a justice or two can get persuaded to go another way. Now, here's what I think is hysterically funny in all of this. Do you know who they're trying to get to change? Do you know who they're going after, Sammy? Kavanaugh. Yeah, the guy that they trashed, the guy that they, that they totally destroyed, tried to destroy his reputation, destroy his name, destroy his family. They tried to just politically speaking, politically murder him. That's what they try to do. And now they're on their hands and knees and BVDs saying, oh, can we please, maybe we can get Kavanaugh to come on our side. Maybe we can get Kavanaugh. I hope Kavanaugh just stays firm as can be. This is like karmic payback squared for everything that the Democrats have done. Now, this is not a game, and I understand that. These are life and death issues. And when I hear some of the Democrats cavalierly suggest that this is just sort of, it's all about their convenience, and they're totally dismissive of the actual concept of life, I find it distressing. 
but there's a lot of karma happening here. James Golden with you here. We are back tomorrow. By the way, the Ferry Hawks won against the Lexington Legends. Okay, the Ferry Hawks won. We're back tomorrow. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdy. We're back tomorrow with Bo Stanley's Rush Hour at 4 o'clock. Make sure you're here with us. Bye.